Dr. Chanda Value, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. We're looking at business model innovation. What does that term mean and is it changing? Yes, um, a business model uh, essentially covers the value proposition, the value creation and the value capture of a business. And one can look at it as the three V's, so to speak. And in, in a business model innovation is the change to those three V's. How does it systemically change across these three value propos- proposition, creation and capture? And, and is it now changing the proposition of what a business model is because there's more innovation there's more technology there's faster movement in business globally yes um the concept of a business model and business model innovation has become very very popular both within the academic circles as well as the managerial community partly because um, firms feel that this is where key competitive advantage comes about. Uh, there's been tremendous amount of research in the innovation space looking at product innovation as well as process innovation and some of the technologically led innovation. However, business model innovation is relatively understudied and is becoming more and more critical. And so if I draw up the right business model, uh, we look at latest trends, what people are saying about business model innovation, will that assure my success? I would say that it will contribute to your success. It is one of the key components in uh, understanding uh, business strategy, as well as being able to formulate an appropriate business model in order to be able to deliver on that strategy. And then businesses need to tactically adjust uh, some of the key components of their business model as and when uh, competitive uh, responses and uh, customer preferences change over a period of time. So it's a very key component in delivering value. And I know that you've looked at this in relation to technology and technological firms. Have we any case studies to draw on? Yes. uh, One firm that I work uh, fairly closely with is uh, Thomson Reuters. Um, So the background to um, the the whole sense of trying to change the business model is uh, driven by the fact that the the rate of innovation in the financial markets uh, keep increasing. Uh, as well as new technologies, things like the internet comes on board, uh, which implies a firm like Thomson Reuters need to alter the way it delivers value to its customers and alter its business model. And in addition to that, um, the, a firm like Thomson Reuters has also been um, testing new business models in emerging markets. For example, in India, um, they have uh, launched uh, several years back a new business model called Reuters Market Light, which essentially delivers um, uh, agricultural prices on mobile phones to farmers. So this is a completely new venture that they're trying out, new business model to be able to learn and perhaps take it across to other emerging markets as well as bring it back to uh, their home country. And any other examples? Because I know the field of technology is rich in terms of business model innovation, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, we, we see this uh, quite a lot um, in terms of new models turning up in the telecom space, for example, uh, as, as we have seen with Apple coming into mobile telephony. Uh, this is an innovation in its core business model, and um, 
it is able to disrupt uh, quite dramatically the existing players. Uh, other examples include firms like uh, Google um, providing um, services online, uh, which disrupts the existing business model of firms like Microsoft that sell uh, software in, in, in a packaged form. So it's a fast-moving field at the moment? It is indeed a very fast-moving field, and um, I think the, the issue quite often is uh, incumbent firms find it very difficult to respond to some of these changes that uh, new entrants come in and, uh, and make, and therefore the question is how do you actually change your existing business model to respond to those type of changes? Well, you've come up with some terms, haven't you? It's CVP and marketing mix, revenue models, cost model, value chain processes. I mean, are these sort of, if you like, tools that you can apply to business model innovation and say, look, if we look closely at these mixture of agents, that, that actually you'll have a successful business model? Yes, um, yes, in, indeed. Um, the idea of um, being able to decompose a business model into its constituent parts, um, looking at the marketing mix, for example, the pricing, the promotion, the product, and, and so on and so forth, as well as looking at some of the operational elements and, and then to add on to that to understand what is the revenue architecture of the firm constitutes to some extent a complex system. Uh, and some of the work that I'm currently doing is to try to understand uh, how complex systems in other uh, sectors work in, in biological systems, in, um, in physics, uh, and in the natural sciences, and what are some of the key lessons that one can draw from complex systems and be able to provide a framework uh, around thinking about business model and business model innovation. Well, I was going to ask that, so let's finally ask you that. If we do a sector-by-sector -sector analysis, you've clearly looked at the field of technology, which is fast-moving and is global at the moment. Mm -hmm. but, but do you think that, that the business model's innovation uh, can be applied to, to other sectors too? Yes, indeed. I think um, it, uh, the, once uh, one were to be able to draw some critical lessons uh, across uh, a deep understanding of one or two industries, uh, I believe very strongly that it's possible to draw parallels across other industries. So, for example, if we take the analogy of systems thinking, uh, that the two or three elements that, that come out very critically, one is uh, how, how is a complex system put together? What, what are the key components of a complex system? How does one put that together? Uh, the second element is uh, uh, to what extent do these systems need to be coupled? Uh, to what extent do they need to be tightly coupled as opposed to be loosely coupled? And to what extent do one need to build redundancy into the system itself, i.e. overlaps within the system? And if one can draw lessons from two or three key industries and see what are the things that make some of these elements work, then one can take those lessons and bring it across to other industries. So, so basically, this is a new marketing model uh, to make firms successful, to lead them forward into this brave new global world where technology is changing very fast. Any tips for people, just finally, if they're going to apply business model innovation to their firm? Yes, I think one of the key elements uh, in being able to execute a business model is the fact that a business model innovation by definition involves quite a lot of systemic change uh, across the organization, which means that firms need to be able to have a senior management team as well as an organization that has very high social capital, i.e. in order to execute such a change, 
first of all, one needs to convince that the uh, new business model is required. And over and above that, one needs to be able to implement the change across the organization, which means that coordination and being able to work from this, uh, sing from the same hymn sheet is critical. And I think one of the uh, important tips that I would uh, provide is uh, firms need to be able to, uh, first of all, um, think out of the box to come up with new ideas, but over and above that, be able to leverage on the social capital within the firm in order to execute such, such a major systemic change. Dr. Chan Develu of the Cambridge Judge Business School, thank you for talking to our podcast series today, and those tips will be very useful to businesses. Thank you very much, Bonnie.